Welcome to the Your Color Style Podcast, where we believe that happiness begins with expressing your true, authentic self. I'm your host, Jen Thoden. This episode was recorded with video, so if you want to put faces to the voices, come on over to the Jen Thoden YouTube channel. And now on to this week's episode. Hey everyone, it's Jen Thoden with YourColorStyle.com. And today I have a very special guest. Her name is April Grow, and she is the founder of the blog StunningStyle.com. Stunning Style provides a step-by-step way to quickly develop a classic put-together style with a closet full of quality items that you love, look, and feel great in without having to buy a new wardrobe. So I, I can't wait to dive into that. But first, April, I think... Everyone would really like to get to know you a little bit better. So I was hoping that you could just share a little bit about yourself and really how Stunning Style kind of came about for you. Sure. Um, So I'm a mom of six, including triplets. They were our first. And it was a a wild introduction to motherhood. Um, But we've had a blast with all of our kids and... uh, I chose to leave my career as director of public relations and marketing when I was pregnant with him. I always wanted to be a stay-at-home mom, and I love my job, but I, it's just what I've always wanted. And then when our youngest um, was in preschool, my husband came to me and said, <clears throat> you, you need something to do once they're all in school full-time. And, uh, he, I had some hobby blogs before that just as a creative outlet, but he encouraged me to start this blog. And at the time, you know, I was coming out of what I call the lost years. When I became a mother, I, I thought I had to be someone else. Mm -hmm. Uh, I really lost my identity. I thought I had to be a different type of person to be a good mom. And I thought if I changed how I dressed, I could be that different kind of person. Also, I was coming from a corporate career where I, I literally had no casual clothes. I had suits and pencil skirts and heels because those are my favorite kinds of clothes. I didn't even own a pair of jeans. <laughs> <clears throat> so I had nothing and I, and I didn't have any time to go out and buy a new wardrobe. And I really just, I lost my sense of self. I lost my identity and my style went down the drain with it. I, I suddenly didn't know what I wanted to wear, what I liked anymore. And I call those the lost years. And after my sixth baby, um, I just decided I hated how I looked and I had to find my style again. And I had been on this journey for a few years when my husband said, I, you know, I really think you should start a website. And I think other women would like to hear about your journey and what you're doing. Mm -hmm. And that's, that's how it started. You know, that is, I first like to just comment that it's, I think you would agree, it is really amazing that you have a partner in life that supports you and doing something for you, not just about the role that everyone else thinks that you should be doing. Right. Oh, absolutely. He's, in fact, um, he's now my business partner. That was a goal we worked toward that we wanted very much. And now he works with me full time. And so, yeah, I'm, I'm very fortunate. He's, he's amazing in all the ways. <laughs> That's a good I thing. Well. Yeah. I mean, so um, just for the, our listeners and um, people who are watching, uh, I, I did have an opportunity to chat with April 
uh, uh, several days ago to kind of prep for this conversation. And, you know, and I couldn't help but notice her husband, the background going back and forth in the hallway because he was homeschooling the kids. And so yes. it's clearly a very uh, dynamic partnership and everything that you guys yeah, do. And it always has been. He's, he's yeah. every, every bit the parent that I am. It's not that, yeah, I don't have to leave him instructions. He's yeah. Yeah. 100% hands-on dad. So you came from a corporate environment wearing clothes that you love and, um, and you knew, you knew what you liked and you came and you went through this process of, I think many of us can relate when we go through such a major life change, whether good or bad, right? Just change in general. It's really easy for us to kind of lose our sense of self because we kind of, in a way, have to redefine ourselves. And we, maybe we weren't ready to do that or did we didn't think that we had to redefine ourselves, but suddenly here we are mother of six, mm -hmm. um, and really trying to find yourself. So you obviously did because you look great. And we've talked a little <laughs> bit about all the, you know, your style now. We'll talk about that. I'm curious to know how, how your style now that you're clearly, I think you're very comfortable in. Is it different from before the kids? Um, in a lot of ways, no. Okay. Um, I, I, I believe very strongly that your style is inside of you. It's not something someone else can assign to you or give to you or really, uh, deliver to you. You love what you love on a very basic level. Uh, and that does evolve over time as trends change and things like that. Right. But what you really love, I think you've always loved. I have always loved stripes. I have always loved classic tailored clothing. I remember very clearly getting my first pencil skirt. It was like coming home. I remember the first time I wore my first all black outfit and it was like wearing skin. Like it was so soothing to me and so comforting. And that wouldn't be the case for every woman out there. I have always loved wearing button ups and basic v-neck sweaters and the problem that i had before that i have finally resolved now is that i it was like i had a split fashion personality on the one hand i loved classic clothing but a lot of times i felt too buttoned up hmm. too conservative too matronly and i've got an edgy side to my style that i I hadn't identified, I hadn't labeled at that time. And so I would start to feel too stuffy and I would swing to the clear opposite end and get really edgy. So it was one or the other. It was either tea with the queen or <laughs> you don't want to meet me in a dark alley. You know what I'm saying? In college, I, I actually had a pair of red vinyl snake skin pants. <laughs> I did. I had a collection of fancy pants, actually. <laughs> and, um, so it was one or the other. And, and now what I know is I need a combination of the two. Okay. Too far to one side or yeah. too far to the other. I feel very uncomfortable. And combining this into my own perfect recipe of details is, is when I feel very content in my style. Um, you know, you made me think of something, and it has to do with just, you know, you in a way, almost embracing the things that you really like, even if it was too extreme in one way or the other and, and going for it. 
what would you say to people who, you know, secretly love a certain look, but are just absolutely afraid to wear it, even though that could be their style, that could be their thing, but they would never walk outside in red snakes and pants, even though they might secretly really want to. Like, what would you say to someone like that? Oh, I say something to these someones all the time. <laughs> this is a very common problem, yeah. especially because as women, especially when you get more candles on your birthday cake, they think I'm too old to wear what I love. Yeah. <clears throat> and I have a whole classic, um, classic style twist series I've written on my blog and it just happened because, uh, it was an accident. A friend of mine, we were having a conversation and she said, April, I'm turning 40 and I feel like I'm going to have to give up destroyed jeans because I'm turning 40. I'm do you think I'm too old for destroyed jeans? I love them. Like I just, I've always loved them, but after I'm 40, do I have to quit wearing them? And so I wrote a blog post called how to dress edgy classic, which is my style in response to that. And it uh, got such a big response. I just continued in these other variations of classic style that I've noticed in the people, the women around me. Um, but it's true. I, I'm 44 as of two days ago. Oh, happy birthday. Thank you. I didn't know. <laughs> I don't tell people. I just, I don't, nobody knew. <laughs> uh, but I'm 44, according to most people, is I shouldn't wear destroyed jeans. Mm -hmm. I shouldn't wear moto jackets. I shouldn't wear studs. I shouldn't wear bold lipstick because I'm over 40. And that's just not the case. Oh, please. It's just not true. <laughs> Who, I am a walking billboard. Every single one of us is a walking billboard. And I represent who I am through my appearance. You know, when you see me, that I speak my mind. I have opinions. I'm very direct. I have, I'm very black and white. I'm very on or off. And, um, you're not shocked by that when you see me because my appearance matches the interior. I love and that. just because I've gotten older does not mean that my interior has changed. Who I am hasn't changed. So I will continue to wear what I love until the day I die, because this is who I am. Another, another group that often gets this is what I call cute classics. And they've got that little bit of a fun flair. They might like a, a little bit of a bow or a heart or a little bit of sparkle and shine. They um, like polka dots or maybe a floral, but that can feel too juvenile. Mm -hmm. And learning how to wear those details in a way that's not juvenile right. is important, but they often leave it and they, they'll start to wear black and solid yeah. because they want to be taken seriously. Yes. I'm too old to, I'm too old to be fun. I'm told to look like I have fun, but they do have fun. And I wrote that post based on my mom. She, uh, she just has a little bit of sparkle and shine to her. She's mostly classic. Mm -hmm. but she needs a little bit, a little bit of a fun detail in her outfit or it's just not her and you're missing the fun side of her. So this is a common problem that we all have and it's easy to do. And I call it ignoring the should. Oh, I like that. There's this whole list of shoulds, right? I'm a woman. I'm a mom. I'm a, I'm a 
professional. I shouldn't dress this way because I, I have a position of authority. Right. I am a grandma. I'm retired. I'm, you know, there's a whole list of reasons why you should or should not wear A, B, and C. I've gained weight, so I shouldn't wear that. Right. I'm not six feet tall, so I shouldn't wear that. I'm petite, so I should not wear that. I'm busty. I shouldn't wear that. You know, there are all these ways that style has been defined for us based on these shoulds and we've got to let them go. Right. You need to wear what you love. And that I feel so strongly about that. I completely agree. And I love your passion around that statement. It's where it's, it's not just wear what you love. I feel like it's just give yourself permission to wear it. You know, I've, um, you know, I hear a lot of women say the same thing about, you know, I'm just going to default to what I always wear, which is black. Mm -hmm. And don't be wrong. I mean, there's absolutely nothing wrong with wearing black. I mean, I, even I wear black, even though I'll, I'll say, you know, in, in my color analysis that that might be too heavy for you or whatever. But the reality mm-hmm. is, is that it's, I think it's a combination of, of owning it, right. And having that confidence and putting something on regardless of the rules, right. Mm-hmm. Regardless if someone says you should or shouldn't wear that and just owning it because it's like, yeah, I really like this. I like these jeans. Like, you know, my butt looks really good in these jeans or <laughs> whatever it is. Yes. Just really owning it. And I think that is beautiful. I think anyone that just chooses just to be like, this is me. And I feel really good about myself today mm-hmm. is it, it, you start to see the person and not necessarily all the things that adorn that person. That was for them. It should be for the person that puts those things on. Right. But we have a tendency, I think, often the dress for someone else. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And which is what we do. So quickly, uh, not quickly, but um, you say, you said classic style now multiple times. Uh, What is your definition of classic style? Well, a classic style is timeless. It's clothing that never goes out of style. They're basic wardrobe pieces they uh, they don't follow any extremes. Okay. You can have you can have a trendy version of a classic item, but an example would be the sweater I'm wearing. It's a basic V-neck navy sweater. Yes. I could have this sweater for 20 years. You would never know when I bought it. Got it. Um, and I do have clothes in my closet that I've had for 20 years, and I've worn them that whole time, and you would never know um, a shirt dress. Mm-hmm. a wrap top, uh, trench coats, as long as they don't have any trendy details that would give them away, a crew neck sweater, a basic t-shirt, and, and the kind of trendy things that would give it away would be extremes, anything extreme, like a hemline, extremely short, extremely long, um, extremely wide lapels, extremely narrow lapels, right. extremely short, you know, short, the sleeve lengths can, can sometimes give things away like that. I'm sorry. Asymmetry too. Like those model jackets that have the zippers over here. Would that be part of it too? Like times, um, but moto jackets, there's, there's that, that's a style of moto jacket that's always around. Yeah. So it, it, it would depend on how extreme, if it were extreme, you know, or if it had an asymmetrical hem, but, um, these are your closet basics that, that have always been around a Breton tea, you know, things that just never go out of style. They've been around forever. I took your, I took your quiz. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and I'm somewhere between um, classic edgy and classic cute. 
probably more cute than edgy just because I don't have anything. I, so I was severely disappointed in that I realized I don't have a whole lot of edgy things in my closet. And the edgy things that I do have are gifts from my husband. Like I have a really great leather jacket that I love to wear. Um, a lot. I also noticed that most of my edgy items are all designed for fall winter. Mm, it's so hard to get edgy into your yeah. summer. It's and so I realized like for me, I wonder if other people feel the same way is as the, as the warm weather hits and we wear less clothing, um, how our style statement changes because I feel like I struggle the most when it is the hottest outside. And there are certain things I just love to wear and it doesn't make any sense in the hot weather to wear those clothes. <laughs> yes. Yes. So I think it's probably all of our struggle. But you do capsules for, for all seasons or like you do a fall winter capsule and then a spring summer capsule? One per season. One per season. So four? Four. Oh, really? Mm -hmm. Okay. So um, let's do this. Um, I have a couple more questions for you. Because um, we've already covered what classic style is and we definitely your your style it, i love how you describe your style it's so great i mean it's so obvious just looking at you but in such a great way it's everything's geometric earrings and it's pretty awesome so do you have um three tips for our audience as far as getting dressed every day one of the things you said to me last time we talked and i loved it and like and it's resonated with me is that every day for you you get up and you get dressed because it's just makes you feel like you. So what, what would you tell our audience and the people who are listening and watching um, just a couple takeaways, of, especially for, especially for people who when they get up and they look in their closet and it's just the same stuff and they're a little bit in a rut. What, what, what could you give them as a takeaway to, to get them out of that rut and get dressed every day and feel great? Well, that's sort of two questions, the getting out of the rut and the getting dressed every day. Mm -hmm. So for getting dressed every day, I mean, I, even when I had premature newborn triplets, I got up and I got dressed and the first that's crazy, <laughs> I know, but I, I tried it for two days, not doing it. It just ruined my day. Okay. I'm just happier, more productive. And I just feel better about myself. So the number one tip that I would give you is do not get stuck in the all or nothing mentality. Like you don't that. have to look like you're ready for the Oscars right. every day. We all have our top notch, get ready routine. Right. I mean, I can take two hours to get ready if I want to. Right. I cannot do that every day. Mm -hmm. I'm, I can't, I have a 20 minute get ready routine. <laughs> And, and there have been times when things have gone sideways and I don't even have that full 20 minutes. And so mm -hmm. I have to pare it down. And a lot of women get stuck in this. If I can't do my full get ready routine, what's the point? And so you need to have levels of get ready. The very first thing is put on your clothes. And then from here down, you're dressed. That makes the biggest impact. Just put on your clothes. It takes the same amount of time to put on your clothes as it does to put on some yoga pants and a t-shirt. Right. So my number one tip is don't get stuck in that all or nothing mentality. If I can't do it all, I'm not doing any of it. You can dry shampoo, brush it out and put it in a ponytail or just dry shampoo and brush it out. Put on some clothes. Mm -hmm. My bare minimum makeup is eyebrows, mascara, and lips. 
my right. face is framed. You can see me now, you know, right, right. it doesn't have to be the foundation and the powder and the eyeliner. And, you know, it doesn't have to be all of it. Just that two minute makeup routine. I look worlds better. I and love that all or nothing. Cause I think I wonder too, especially with, with, everything right now, but everybody's staying at home. It's really easy to fall into the nothing category, right? Like what's the point? What's the point if, I don't, if I'm not going into the office? But I have also found for me as well, getting up, getting dressed. And, and the, so for me, my minimum is blow drying my hair. Because for me, with the blonde straight hair, if I don't blow dry it, it does this weird, like sad, <laughs> mousy kind of thing. And then I, and then I just, and then I, that, that for me, for me, dictates kind of how I feel about myself. So if I can at least dry my hair with a hair dryer, everything else kind of falls into place after that. And I feel so much better. And it's just yes. like you said, it's just, yeah. it was just five minutes. Yes. You know, so I try to remind myself, I'm like, no, I got to blow dry my hair. I got to blow dry my hair. Cause at least now I'm like, okay, it's all dried out and damaged, but it makes me feel better. <laughs> but I don't like it. <laughs> so, okay. So, so my second tip would be, oh, yeah, having you know, one of the things that stops women is, is the outfit paralysis. They just stand in their closet and think, I don't know what to put on. Pick it out the night before. When, yeah. When 6 a.m. when you're trying to get everybody dressed and ready and, mm -hmm. and fed and out the door is not a time you're making decisions like that. <laughs> just pick it out the night before. Your head's clearer. You're not being interrupted. And then my third tip would be do not leave your bedroom until you're dressed. <laughs> do not, do not, because you will get sucked up into the tornado of everyone else's needs. Right. Do not go rotate the laundry. They will find you. <laughs> they do but find you. They do. And, and my kids will come to my room, mom, I need this. And I'll say, mm -hmm. I'll be done in 10 minutes and then I can help you. Right. As long as no one is bleeding or dying, <laughs> it can wait 10 minutes. I do not leave my bedroom until I'm done. That and is your time. In a fourth tip. Yeah. Do not look at your phone. <laughs> don't even touch it. Don't pick it up. You can lose 20 minutes of get ready time on Instagram and it's gone before you even know it. Do not look at your phone. You, you would be amazed. Don't even touch it until you're dressed. That is, those are amazing. And you're hundred percent right. Like I, I've been trying, oh, it's, it's terrible how our habits just suck us right in. Right. Because yeah. I want to grab my phone as soon as I wake up in the morning and often I'll put it back down and go, no, because as soon as I do, like you said, then it's all about the emails and the follow-ups and the, whatever else is happening. And it can really take you down a negative mindset path too, not just getting ready, but just in general, they, the experts say, don't touch it. It's totally yeah totally with you on that. And I love that tip. Such take time for yourself, focus on that time and tell people that they can wait their whole 10 minutes. Right. And I love that. Cause I do find you. If you go, if I go do the laundry, they'll find me. They'll find I, you. I sense one behind the door behind me. Now I just know it. Yes. <laughs> so, so what is, so a couple things, what is then next for you and your business? Mm -hmm. And, um, I mean, do you have a new product or uh, share with your audience how they can get to, you know, wh what's next for you and the blog and how they can learn more about what you, you do and the products that you offer? Sure. Yeah. So I have my website, stunningstyle.com. You can also find me on Instagram and Facebook. I have a free Facebook group called 
capsule wardrobes for classic style. Ooh, okay. And I share a style snack Facebook live in there every week. We do challenges. It's a lot of fun. Nice. Um, I do have my seasonal capsule wardrobe guides that come out every season. The summer one comes out in May. Okay. So that's coming up soon. And I also have a course. It's called Perfectly Put Together, Find Your Style. And it's all about defining those details that are just about you. It's not about me saying, this is what you should wear. Mm -hmm. I don't have that for you. It's I take you through a path to discover for yourself what you do and don't love in, in detail. And by the end, you have a written narrative that these are the things exactly that I like. And by the end, you have an, some outfit formulas and you have your own uh, personalized uniforms of what you love to wear, which helps with the outfit paralysis that we talked about briefly, because every stylish woman you've ever seen has uniforms. That sounds amazing. And once you see it, you cannot unsee it. So right now I have a free masterclass. Um, It's called five steps to find the right clothes for you. Oh, okay. That that they can, they can uh, participate in. It's got, um, there's a workbook that takes you through these five steps that they can do in their own closets after the masterclass is over. Um, and it, people love it. They, it's made such a big difference for so many of them. And, um, I love getting those, those emails so they can, they can watch this masterclass and get the workbook. Okay, that's awesome. Yeah, I'll put the link then for to your site and to a couple of the things you just mentioned, especially that masterclass. I'm sure a lot of people are going to be interested in that. And I'll put that below um, the recording of this video Um, because you're because the the course you just described sounds amazing. Like I think a lot of people really resonate with that. Just really trying to find their own unique style that's inspired by someone else, but it's them. It's not trying to be like someone else, right? Right. Yeah. It's not about my style. Yeah. It's not about what I want to wear. Yeah. I like it's all about what they love. Awesome. And how to ignore those shoulds. This has been amazing. I thank you so much for talking with me. I've really enjoyed this conversation. Um, And uh, so, yeah. And so I will leave the links for everyone to April's uh, website and her social media and stuff below this video. And then if you're watching the blog post, it'll all be there as well when you're watching this recording. And April, it's just been wonderful. Thank you so, so very much. Thank you. I appreciate it. I had fun.